Extreme Anime Radio. city in the world broadcasting to fans of anime and japanese culture all around the world it is the one and the only extreme anime radio podcast it is the second wednesday of the month december the 8th 2021 i am jr and uh he is nef canuck hello sir hello sir how are you not too bad not too bad uh dealing with uh all the wonderful news uh going on around here new omicron variant uh I'm reading some circles that are calling it the Omicron variant. Uh, I'm like shaking my head at that. Well, they could be referring to all the convention, all the anime conventions that'll have to go. Yikes! Yes, I mean we had our first planning meeting for Anime North last week, and I'm going. Yikes! Yeah, we're gonna talk about that in just one moment. But I'd like to welcome everybody. Once again, to our podcast. Um, as you remember, last week we tried out a new experiment with uh, the video podcast on Spotify. Uh, all intents and purposes, that seems to have gone well. Um, there's just a little problem right now, and that's the fact that we cannot insert advertisements into those video podcasts yet. And that's one of the ways we kind of generate revenue for everything that we do here. So, um, until they get that straightened out, we're probably going to go back to the audio podcast like we've been doing. So, in a few days, we'll have this audio version edited and posted on Spotify and Anchor and all the usual podcasting platforms that you're used to. And uh, we'll wait to see how this new video podcast idea progresses. It seems like you have a little idea about that, Neff. Well, when you say idea progresses oh dear it is what it is Progress. it's a brand new thing that they're trying so well I, unfortunately my real job they're actually implementing a bit of quote-unquote progress and all of us are going dot 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 you're crazy mm -hmm. and that's the that's the polite version all right um 
But yes, uh, let's talk about Omicron a little bit because it's really developed into news soon after we had our last show uh, last week, Neff. Uh, first cases of Omicron confirmed in the United States from a man uh, from Minnesota who has actually now come out to CNN to explain his experiences. A man from Minnesota visited New York for Anime NYC, the convention that happened uh, a few weekends ago here in Manhattan. And uh, he explains the story of how he felt fatigued and some of his friends tested positive. So he took a test and is positive and the genome sequencing was for Omicron. Now, um, there are so many thoughts uh, about Omicron. It's still too early to tell, but we're hearing reports from Pfizer uh, testing their vaccines that say, if you have the booster shot, uh, it can handle the Omicron variant very well. Then again, on the other side of the coin, um, scientists in South Africa where this probably originated, are saying, well, the Pfizer vaccine doesn't have a lot of uh, protection against this new variant. So it's still a little too early to tell um, where things are going to go, but um, all the reports seem to indicate that while it is more contagious, it probably will not result in anything serious to your health. Well, viruses, as they tend to mutate, and I'm going to go Mr. Science Guy for about 30 seconds here. (laughs) Viruses, as they tend to mutate, tend to get weaker because they're trying to survive, right? So this latest variant, while it may be more virulent, will not be as deadly, Mm -hmm. the hope is. Although I will say that up here anyway... Uh, We have seen an uptick in the number of people that have been hospitalized and in ICUs. Mm. So it may not be that. It may also be a a situation where, again, because it's colder up here, we're indoors more and therefore more exposed to it. It may be that Omicron may be doing more damage up here or in places where people are gathering indoors now. Right. And it seems that uh, they made a prediction, at least here in the United States, that probably uh, that new variant will be uh, more apparent uh, as the the major strain uh, overtaking Delta uh, within the next month or so. That that, that makes perfect sense, because like I said, the viruses, they will tend to get weaker as they try to propagate, because with with all the usual vectors of infection either protected or at least, you know, somewhat protected, they have to try and adapt to get in. Mm. Think of it as the science version of Home Alone, okay? <laughs> where, the, where, the, where the thugs are trying to get in the house, and, you know, the star of the movie is saying, no, you can't come in here, and they fight for two odd hours trying to get in. <laughs> uh, but already... Um... What's the uh, what's the main convention out on the West Coast? Anime Expo. They've already announced a um, a uh, testing or vaccination requirement for their convention wouldn't... coming up. I think soon. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, w- as I said before, we've had our first Anime North meeting, and so far, it appears to be 
show proof of vaccination, wear a mask, or sorry, you can't come in. So they're just going for vaccination only. Well, the logistics of trying to test, even if we have, you know, the numbers that we think we will, mm-hmm. would be insane. Uh, I got to be honest, there'd be too, it'd be too much, too much. And yeah, all I can say is if they expect me to test people for uh, a virus, I quit. <laughs> I would like to get maybe your perspective, Neff, as somebody who's been involved in convention planning for many years, because we haven't seen the people who run anime NYC say anything other than when this news came out five or six days ago, Oh, we are, we we heard that somebody tested positive for the new variant and we're working with local health authorities. They really haven't followed up after that. I would say that is probably because they spoke to a lawyer and the lawyer told them in no uncertain terms, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) because if they say anything, it could eventually bounce back on them. Even though like most conventions, they would have a, we're not responsible for anything that happens to you while you're here. Yada, yada on the ticket. See, the problem is depending on the state of the mask mandates, et cetera, in New York, Mm -hmm. you know, if they were following everything that they were ordered to do by the city, great and good. Mm-hmm. But if they messed up on anything, then, yeah, I could see there being some lawyers licking their chops going, lunch. Thank you, Bree, for uh, uh, telling us the information. Yes. So proof of negative test or vaccination required and also masks required, which I think more or less is what I heard. Um, and just to clarify... The regulations in New York City as it pertained to Anime NYC at the time, it applied to all indoor venues where large crowds gather. So Anime NYC, a sporting event, a restaurant, um, and actually the rules currently, um, if you go to any of those indoor venues, you have to present um, proof of at least a partial vaccination against covid that is now going to change and they announced that i think yesterday or the day before um the timing is actually it's going to happen after christmas starting december 27th i think now you're going to need to show proof of both doses at the least well i mean depending on how you know how teched up people are it might be very easy to do Right. Like, for example, I mean, I have my record of my two shots uh, on my iPhone. It's just a matter of, you know, either showing the phone or actually I can even show it on my watch. On your Although, watch? Yes, the Apple Watch does have the option to show passports, including vaccine passports, right on it. Those Apple Watches have to be kind of small. It would just be like a QR code that shows up on your yeah. on your watch. That's all you would that's all you'd see on the Q like like for example, in Ontario, it's an app that you can download. And anybody can download the app. Okay. And basically looks at the QR code and it just says green, you're good. In other words, you've had your you've had your two shots, off you go. Oh, so they physically to- scan the code. Physically scan the code and then match that up with a piece of photo ID. I see. Now, that's what they're, I think, supposed to do here in New York City. 
But a lot of the restaurants I've been going to lately for sit-down dinners, uh, including last night, which I'll get to in a moment, uh, they're like, can we see your vaccine proof? And they're like, uh-huh, okay, you're good. They all, all they see is your proof or whatever proof you have. They don't ask for an ID and they just say, look at your proof and you're good to go. Okay, that's kind of scary because I was at a venue today and not only did they require proof of vaccination, photo ID, they're actually getting phone numbers for tracing purposes. Oh. So to see what's going on in New York, I'm just raising a spocky eyebrow and going, yike. Oh, boy. <laughs> but uh, no, the dinner uh, reservation I had last night was with actually one of the cosplayers of our mascot, Sarah Yoshida, Jerichandra Cosplay. Uh, visited from Seattle um, for the week, and she actually, I think, is going to go back home uh, Friday. But she's actually started um, a new uh, IT-related job, and uh, she is here where her new company is based uh, to do uh, a few days of orientation. I'm sure she's pretty shocked coming from Seattle in as much as the weather is like, ew, let me get back to Seattle yesterday. <laughs> It was actually, um, I, she visited uh, New York City last a couple of years ago, so she's familiar with areas and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was nice to, sort of nice, I guess, for me to kind of walk back um, around the streets of Manhattan a little bit. I was actually 40 minutes or so early for the reservation <laughs> Uh, when I arrived, so I'm like walking down 57th down to 43rd and 8th Avenue. I want to stay away from Broadway 7th Avenue because that's where all the tourists are. <laughs> 8th Avenue is not as bad, especially you know, like in the streets north of where the, the streets connect into Times Square. Well, that's that's the advantage of being you know from the area. You know which which streets like no no. There be tourists here. Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, uh, it was nice to meet Jerrica in person. Uh, she told me she's going to try to get some holiday uh, cosplay of Sarah for us, uh, and we'll be happy to share that uh, when it comes in. Uh, but a uh, quick shout out to Jerrica. Um, she's also doing video logs. So if you look up uh, Jerricandra on Twitter... Um, I think she posts links there to her video logs. And uh, I didn't check uh, the one that might have gone up for yesterday, but I'm probably going to be in it. So um, enjoy that if you have a moment to take a look. Mm, I hope she captured your best side. Yeah, oh, gee, hope, hopefully. And, you know, with all my hair not messy like it is tonight. Don't make hair jokes. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening to us on the podcast in audio form and you have no idea what we're talking about, just do us a favor. Go to Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Extreme Anime Radio. You'll get it. Trust me, you'll get it. <laughs> Indeed. Um, somebody, um, who isn't getting it or a company who isn't getting it, Neff, is apparently... Shonen Jump, uh, as you've been explaining to me a little bit, uh, they've been having some issues with their manga application lately. Yeah, and, and 
when it ha- start when I saw it yesterday, I thought, okay, maybe it's tied in to the whole Amazon Web Services going splat, mm. at least for a major part of the U.S. Eastern Seaboard and Canada. So I try again today to buy volumes of manga for series that I'm following. Mm-hmm. You only have the option to get a preview. So I'm like, what in the world? I increased the size of the storage space on my iPad, and just in case that was a problem. Uh-huh. Signed out. Nope. Restart the iPad. Nope. But then I make a very shocking discovery. Apparently, they updated the app two weeks ago. And when they did, they broke it in a very fundamental way. Anything in the app marked as an ongoing series, you can't buy volumes for. You can only look at previews. But if it's a series that's marked as a new series, sure, they'll let you buy it. Hmm. So somebody in the quality assurance department, if there is one, literally was asleep at the switch and didn't test this. <laughs> and I'm going, it's, it would be bad if it was on the new vault. It, it would be on the new series, but it's worse on the ongoing volumes where you already have an audience and you're releasing new product that they can't buy. I'm just going, What? And this, this is polite because I, I said a few words, you know, even before I talked to JR that weren't, you know, definitely not suitable for this podcast <laughs> and would probably, you know, peel the paint off of walls. Oh, man. But that's because I like my manga. <laughs> There's no way around this there, is there? No, because I tried it on the iPad. I tried it on the iPhone. Still the same problem. And it doesn't work on desktops. No. You see, I'm not sure... If you can buy a volume on the desktop and it tra- and it would transfer, I don't know. I, oh, I've never okay. tried that, and I didn't think to. All right. But that would be one heck of a kludge because the problem is I buy it on the iPad or the iPhone because I have Apple Store credit. And it's a great way to control your spending because if you know you only have, say, $50 of you know Apple credit, you're not going to buy you know 12 volumes of manga. Unless you're like me and you just buy $200 of Apple credit and then you do buy the 12 volumes of Anka. Now that reminds me, I still have my uh, my good old iPad here that I've now fully paid off. And uh, I'm only using it either to play party games like we're going to do tonight or make FaceTime calls. I need to use it to maybe try to read a book or try to look at some manga if I can uh, find something that I pick my interest going to say you you you're you are really missing out because like i said if i had physically the number of volumes of manga that i've bought on the ipad in my house i might have trouble walking around in my living room you need another apartment i would be I, literally i would need another unit to hide all the manga yeah all right quite. <laughs> <sighs> wow yeah, I, I um I do have to fi- uh, find out. Well, definitely, I'm not gonna download Shonen Jump. I'll probably download something like Kindle. I can I can get manga through Kindle, couldn't I? Now that depends, because some manga have exclusive contracts with certain, you know, some are Apple only, some are Apple and Kindle, some are uh, what's the other one? Apple, uh, Apple, Viz, and Kindle. 
So you've got three major platforms, and not everything is available on every platform. No, it's like anime. Even more insidious. Depending on the platform, it might be cheaper on one platform versus another. Oh. Which I it blows my mind. I'm like, wait a minute. Except then I remember. Apple has their tax, the 30% cut they take. However, in some cases, they are still the cheaper option than going through Viz or going through Kindle. Well, the the big the best deal will probably be here because our tax is better than yours. Uh, you had to remind me, 13%. <laughs> we are 8.875 in New York City, I believe. Okay, I would hate to try to do the mental math on 8.875. <laughs> I mean, 13% is really easy to do if you know, if you get the trick. But 8.875, I could not imagine doing that in my head. Yes. Except without, you know, little wisps of steam coming out of my ears going, uh-oh, he blue screened again, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of tax, I did get a, an email from Netflix. It's time for Netflix to join the tax bandwagon. So my next Netflix bill will include the tax. Well, join join the rest of the club. You know, Canada's been like that for a while now. <laughs> and in fact, Canada decided that anybody who sells digital services in Canada has to collect the harmonized sales tax, which means Crunchyroll, which means uh, Retro Crush, which means, you know, it's like, gah. Would you remind me of Retro Crush is again? Retro Crush is the service with the older anime titles, both sub and dub. Some really old stuff that you will not find anywhere else. Okay. And speaking of finding things anywhere else... In a recent announcement, High Dive announced they have now captured Lupin the Third. They will now have all the series exclusively on their platform. Oh, great. So if you had any designs on watching on Crunchyroll, I'm not sure when their contract expires, but when it does, sorry, now you have to buy High Dive. <laughs> yeah, I still have to figure out. I, I will have all this free time over the winter months, so I keep saying... This is the time where maybe I can start catching up on some series that I've been sitting around for a long time uh, in my queue, as long as they haven't been taken away thanks to uh, any uh, rights uh, being changed or whatnot. Yeah, that, that's the problem. It's in the queue now. Six months from now, it might be in the queue, but not in the same place. Right. In <laughs> fact, that's what happened with Funimation and Crunchyroll when they first had their split. Mm-hmm. Funimation would keep the dub version if you wanted the sub version you had to go to Crunchyroll mm. but then sometimes depending on the licensing Crunchyroll had the, the dub and Funi had the sub mm-hmm. and it was just like I've got a headache <laughs> um, we're gonna blast into outer space after this commercial Neff great are you are you Jesse or am I Jesse <laughs> no. Oh. Team Rocket blasting off again. <laughs> oh, we have a question. We can't take a break yet because Flux wants to know if you should run for parliament. Well, aside from the fact that that takes a lot of money, and a lot of people, you know, crazy enough to vote for me, which there may there may be. I don't know. 
Uh, it would be an interesting change of pace. Let's put it that way. So, money and space. After this commercial break, think about it. We'll be right back with the answer. Extreme Anime Radio is now on Discord. Join our Discord server for the latest news and updates about the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Support the podcast through Anchor at the $4.99 level or higher and receive exclusive perks, including access to our dedicated Discord supporters channel. For links to everything XAR, including the Discord server and our homepage on Anchor, please visit our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Anime Radio. Welcome back to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. We just had a nice little comment that Neff and I shared, which you can only watch on the Twitch feed. So again, if you're listening to us on the audio podcast, you're missing out on all the visual excitement and more stuff. So please check us out at twitch.tv forward slash Extreme Anime Radio. Okay, so money and space, Neff, have you figured it out yet? Um, unless you're referring to Mr. Bezos going up again, uh, no, you've lost me. Uh, well, you're on the right track. Actually, okay. there is, there is a blue, was a blue origin is the name of the company. I don't know. I can't follow all the mega, mega millionaires and their <laughs> vanity projects. Just no. Well, this is a, a mega millionaire with a vanity project and he happens to be Japanese. Okay, now you definitely have piqued my interest here, sir. And this is not on Jeff Bezos' craft. This is on a Russian Soyuz. Okay, so a Japanese billionaire is going to go to space on a Russian rocket. Oh, he's there already. Okay, and I was going to say, the anime just wrote itself. <laughs> <laughs> and the lucky person would be Yusaku Maezawa. Uh, who arrived at the International Space Station today, becoming the first Japanese civilian to stay on, to stay on the space station. Um, the Soyuz spacecraft uh, lifted off at 12.38 from Kazakhstan, 12.38 p.m., and docked with the International Space Station only six hours later. Frighteningly efficient. Oh, yeah. For the Russian launches, and this is my space nerd background giving you the answer here they can make precise calculations so that if a um, if the international space station is at an exact point and the rocket is able to plot the correct course uh it gets there in a matter of hours it just kind of fast track around uh if they don't do the fast track method i think it would take about two days Okay, and this is from the same country that can barely put together cars that don't fall apart the minute they come out of the factory. <laughs> but yes, uh, he is, uh, Maezawa is the founder of online fashion retailer Zozo, Z-O-Z-O. Have you heard of them? No, I can't say as I have, but that definitely sounds interesting. Well, it sounds like a Zozo for sure. Sounds like a no-go, if you ask me. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, uh, according to the Kyoto report, he expressed his joy and amazement upon his arrival at the station. There really is space, was one of his first words when he after he launched. There really is space. What was he expecting to find up there? <laughs> a, a blue screen and nothing? Yeah, right. Um, he had undergone training for 100 days and passed the final exam required to travel to the ISS in November. Last month. <laughs> okay, back back up a step. There's an exam. Like, what could an exam about going into space be? <laughs> if you see a big red button that says in Russian, do not press. Do you press it? True or false? Yet. <laughs> <laughs> da, comrade, da. <laughs> but, uh, but no, he is a quote-unquote, space flight participant, which is a fancy term to say space tourist. I, I love how you said space flight participant. I'm going, oh, my God, they've they've prettied up space tourists. Oh, yes. God. <laughs> so in a normal Soyuz launch, you have three astronauts slash cosmonauts, and they're usually people who are going to spend some time on the International Space Station. So you always have a Russian cosmonaut in the command chair. And on either side, you could have a cosmonaut, a NASA astronaut. A couple of very popular European and Japanese astronauts have gone up as well. Um, And some Canadians. um, Chris Hadfield comes to mind. He stayed on the ISS for quite some time. That's right. Although I don't think he went up in a Russian rocket. I think he went up with the Americans. Did he go in the space shuttle? I think so, yeah. Okay, I have to look that up. But uh, but no, this was a Soyuz launch, which uh, this Soyuz uh, capsule is only going to be in the International Space Station or in space total for 11 days. Only run by one co- uh, cosmonaut who has a lot of experience going up into space and uh, staying on the International Space Station. One cosmonaut did all the work and the Two other participants are Japanese space tourists. Okay, so in th- so this means in reality, sending up three cosmonauts is a waste of money when we can send up one cosmonaut, two tourists, make money. Oh, God. And uh, any idea maybe as to the uh, other Japanese person who went up as a space tourist? My guess would be somebody with money. Mm-hmm. Well, mm, well, I mean, the Russians generally wouldn't just let anybody go up there with them, mm-hmm. I would think. I mean, I could be wrong, mind you, you know. I mean, if Yoko Kano wanted to go into space, I'm sure, the, sure, sure they'd be like, sure, Yoko Kano, you want to come to space? No problem, we'll let you come up to space. See a space cowboy. No, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, second, uh, the second Japanese astronaut is the manager of Maezawa. Maezawa's manager, Yozo Hirano, is the other Japanese uh, person who went up, and his ticket was paid for by Maezawa. Okay, I have heard that managers like to, you know, in Japan, you know, monitor their clients. 
but to go up into space to do it? <laughs> I mean, dude, that, that's that's just over the line here, you know? Like, there's got to be some privacy in this. Yeah. So, according to the report, Maezawa, with the help of Hirano, his manager, plans to upload videos on YouTube on a hundred things he will do in space, including fi- flying paper airplanes and playing badminton with an astronaut. He will also participate in Russian medical experiments. Okay, you had me until he said participate in Russian medical experiments. I don't want to know where that goes. <laughs> no, my next trip will not be in space, uh, Flax, and you know why? Uh, the news report indicates uh, Maezawa has indicated his space travel costs, his would total about 88 million U.S. dollars. So times two is his total bill for this flight. So doing the math really quick in my head, 178 million U.S. I'm sorry, (laughs) but for that money, I'll just buy myself a big old telescope. And uh, thank the rest. And and this is not uh, Maezawa's first scheduled trip. Because I believe he's also supposed to go back into space as a space tourist with SpaceX. Uh, I think 2023, he's going to take a private autonomous flight around the moon. Which would be the first space flight, human space flight around the moon since the Apollo era. I'm going to ask a couple of questions, Jerry. You may not know the answer to them, but play along if you do. (laughs) How old is this person? Uh, Maezawa, the report says uh, his age. He is 46. Okay, I was going to ask if he could adopt me, but no. (laughs) He can't adopt me. Crap. So, yes. If you have that much money, you could could spare the wealth. Yeah. So, if we look up Yusaku Maezawa... On Wikipedia, which hopefully is well-sourced enough. Oh, he's a Japanese billionaire. Oh, okay. Uh, stress on the billionaire part. Well, he <laughs> won't be a billionaire if he's blowing it on space flights like that. <laughs> <laughs> he launched Zozo Town in 2004. He introduced a custom-fit apparel brand Zozo and an at-home measurement system, the Zozo Suit, in 2018. Okay. So, I'm going to post this in the uh, Twitch chat here. So, take a look at that. And you're going to see a picture of the Zozo suit, which is apparently a suit designed to, I guess, measure all of the measurements on your body. It looks like, uh, you know, you're going to participate in a green screen experiment with that i i was gonna say that that looks like yeah it's like you're gonna motion capture them and you know put uh put them on superman's body or something like what <laughs> he um he launched his first business uh doing uh mail order uh albums of uh i guess uh cds of music and stuff uh, uh, uh musical import business and that's how he kind of grew into the fashion brand. I'm not sure how you go from importing, you know, music to fashion, but hey, mm. it worked for him. So, uh, so yes, a lot of uh, space flight participants 
Did I read correctly as, as hearing that Michael Strahan's going to go into space? Well, insert joke about Earth being, you know, slightly less crazy with Michael Strahan in space instead, but yeah. Okay. Oh, he was supposed to launch today, and the launch got scrubbed because of high winds, so they're going to try again on Saturday. Well, unless they're going to do Fox NFL Sunday from a really remote location, we won't have to worry about seeing him on Sunday. And again, the the Blue Origin flights are the ones that go just straight up and straight down, whereas the one that Maizawa is taking is, you know, he's going to be orbiting the Earth for quite some time. Hey, you might want to clean up that description a little because straight up and straight down does not imply a safe landing, okay? <laughs> but that that that's how it is. There there is no uh uh, inclination to the launch, you just go up, you cut off the engine, you just drift up, and then at some point you just got to come back down again. <laughs> that's that's how it works. Okay, I'm not sure I'd pay top dollar for that, but <laughs> hey. Well, uh, gee whiz, but uh, yes, that is, um, I, I've been reading some online forums these launches of spaceflight participants are no longer notable news in the eyes of Wikipedia. They have a little news update section on the main page. That's no longer notable news. Captain Kirk going up into space is not notable. Well, I, I got to be honest. William Shatner going up into space. Sorry, Wikipedia. I think that's notable. Right. A fashion designer? No, not so much. They they aren't a cultural icon. <laughs> Maybe he can work on the uh, the spacecraft that'll take him around the moon. Who knows? Unless this uh, fashion mangate or mag mag magnate magnate wants it to sounds like manga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Magnate wants to make it so. <laughs> and for those who don't get the joke, S E W, fashion manga, magnet. <laughs> I'll get this right eventually, you know, or or I'll just keep drinking one or the other. I don't know what. Magnet, <gasps> electrical magnet, uh, you know. <laughs> that that's my problem, you know, my magnetic personality. Clunk. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, uh, yes, a lot of uh interesting things go going on in the world. Um Things sort of slow down again. But the most important part is the holiday season. Christmas is upon us. Have you done all your shopping yet, Neff? <laughs> oh, dear. You are such an optimist. <sighs> <laughs> I'm getting close, but uh, I'm not quite there yet. I, I just realized, though, given my schedule next week, I may have to finish it this weekend. Mm -hmm. Because next week... Uh, Friday through Sunday, I'll be taking Sunny Strait's advanced voice acting classes. So, yeah, I don't think I want to try and brave the the uh, environs outside mm -hmm. while trying to sound, you know, either peppy, sad, or however, you know, Mr. Strait would like me to sound that day. <laughs> well, um, we are going to, at this point, proceed to our gaming stream and i posted that it's going to be a marathon of sorts 
So what's going to happen tonight is we are going to, assuming it works because last time we did a video podcast, we tried playing this game and we said what the dub to what the dub because it kept disconnecting us. But right now we're we're going to go like the distance in Rocky. Ten rounds. Ten rounds. I'd better make sure I've got my mat on, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we are going to do ten rounds, which is the most you can do of what the dub. And uh, we will keep the negative quips on for you, Neff. <laughs> well, hey, I, I, I like listening to the announcer. Essentially, you know, it's like, oh, God, you're still here, right? <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> But um, hopefully we'll have uh, some more interesting news to share with you on our next podcast. We will get set up for the stream now. But uh, before we do that, as per usual, the closing commentary, if you will. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or anything you hear on any previous uh, Extreme Anime Radio podcast, do drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or check us out on social media. You can do that by going to linktree.com forward slash anime radio or l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash anime radio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our uh, Twitter account, our Discord server, our YouTube channel, and our Instagram page. As well, you'll find a link to anchor.fm and our archive podcast there. And uh, once again, linktr.ee and linktree.com both work. So you can use either link. They're interchangeable. And um, please look forward to more content of Sarah Yoshida coming up uh, as we get closer to Christmas. And we continue what we're calling the Sarah Holidays campaign. A lot of uh, wonderful feedback uh, to some of the recent art including the headshot of Sarah from Elisabel from Russia that we used um, in the opening countdown before we uh, came on the air today. So um, more wonderful art. Um, and some of the artists um, are artists that I've worked with uh, for quite a while now. Um, and uh, they're all coming out with such amazing pieces of art of uh, Sarah. So uh, it goes without saying, we're going to be saving the best artworks for right around Christmas time. So we're really looking forward to sharing that all with you. All right. Uh, anything else, Neff? I think we're good, right? Yeah, and we actually made it through the show without Amazon Web, ser web Services crashing on us. So I think we're all good. Oh, that's right. It, really quickly, um, that must have stymied you for a little bit yesterday, right? Yeah, because unfortunately, well, I automate a lot of the stuff at home because of my various needs. So needless to say, woke up, things weren't working right. And I'm like, OK, whatever. Come home in the dark at five o'clock, mind you, because, of course, now it's winter here and none of the lights come on. And I'm stumbling around in the dark using my iPhone as a flashlight. I wasn't happy. <laughs> oh, man, we we rely a lot on. uh server technology and cloud technology these days that one tiny mistake can you know just melt your entire day 
Indeed. And, and it was hilarious because I kept saying to myself, I'm like, this is Amazon. How can they be down? Like, that, that makes no sense. That's like saying the sun didn't come up today. Yeah, right. Well, I guess we proved that, uh, you know, while the sun may be for four billion years, Amazon ain't going to be. Hmm. It also, um, I checked for a while, it, it impacted the ability for people to actually get some of their vaccination proofs because those went through Amazon Cloud. Yeah, you see, and the funny part is, you wouldn't think it, but Amazon and their cloud impacts a lot of services. For example, last night, or yesterday, Nintendo Switch. Most of their offline online services, they were offline. Wow. Oops. You'd think Nintendo would be smarter than that. Well, if you know the quality of Nintendo's online services, you know that... <laughs> <laughs> they cut corners wherever they can. And if Amazon comes along and says, we'll do you a deal, Nintendo is like, height. <laughs> yeah. Case in point, we had to start our stream an hour early a few weeks ago with Animal Crossing and uh, Gal um, because we didn't know if uh, Nintendo Switch was going to kick us off. Mm. So, yeah, I mean... I love my Nintendo Switch, but there are times when Nintendo, the company, makes me want to, you know, head desk. Yeah. Very hard. Just like Call that is doing in the chat right now. Oh, that was because of the sewing joke. <laughs> anyway. You could, I ne- you could say I needled him. <laughs> well, I'll leave it with that. More head desking, and uh, we will see you guys uh, in a few minutes, or if you're listening to us or watching the podcast next week, next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Until then, for Neff, I'm JR. Thank you for watching and listening, and remember, keep on looking out for the Extreme Mario Twitch streams, and don't forget to check out our archive podcasts at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Good night, everybody. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. 